Hi, this is Kathy Pease, your host for Indian Prairie Podcast. In today's episode, we'll have our second conversation about social-emotional learning and our implementation in District 204. Just a little refresher, we're in a partnership with CASEL, which is the Collaborative for Academic Social and Emotional Learning, and the Regional Office of Education. This partnership provided us with the use of resources and an awesome coach. Our goal? is to create a preschool through grade 12 systemic approach to social and emotional learning for our students. Our first podcast about SEL focused on the preschool through middle school work that's been done. You may have heard principals Kevin Schnabel and Leslie Mitchell talk about the work at those levels. Today, we'll share information about the work being done at the high school level. Joining us today, we've invited two leaders at this high school level group. Welcome, Montreen and Candy. Will you please introduce yourselves? Um, my name is Montreen Johnson, and I'm an assistant principal at Wabonsi Valley High School. And my name is Candy Michelli. I'm the director of professional learning. Let's start the conversation by refreshing everyone's memory about what we mean when we talk about social and emotional learning. Um, Social-emotional learning, I consider it to be those soft skills that students need to encounter um, and persevere when they experience adversity. Um, they're the skills that they need to be successful academically, to have strong, um, positive relationships, um, and to also those skills transfer to the workplace. And in addition to that, I think that's really important that we address the adult um, competencies for that as well, that our teachers are continually modifying um, how they're working with students and demonstrating their own um, ways of approaching students depending upon where they're at. So if a student is coming in with um, a little bit more anxiety, a teacher can model different coping techniques. So I think it's just as important that we address the student aspect as we do our adults or teachers. Mm -hmm. Because the key piece of this is the self-awareness. And so we're trying to help kids as well as adults know who they are and uh, what that means and how that translates into the world that they live in. So why is this important for high school students in particular? Um, I think, you know, being in high school is very difficult um, and challenging with all the distractions that we have. Um, and I think teachers have to really focus on the whole child, which is challenging. The curriculum, of course, is important. But if students don't feel good about themselves and know who they are and understand their emotions and how to cope with all the adversity that comes their way, they're not going to be academically successful and they're not going to be um, successful beyond high school in college and career. Um, so it's really looking at who they are and where they are and being able to help them understand um, how to approach adversity. And it's a lifelong skill that transfers. I think what's been interesting um, with my opportunity to work with all the high schools is how much the students are sharing how they feel and telling the adults and how it is important for us to actually listen to them and address where they are. Um, I think the students acknowledge that they are stressed. They acknowledge that sometimes they're having a hard time and sometimes it's just reminding them that they have people they can go to. At the end of the day, it's really about the relationships and the trust they have with the people that are surrounding them. And I think that that's all the more important that our students understand that there are people out there that can help you. Mm -hmm. And e even that wherever you are, that you're okay. Like we're here and you're okay and we're going to keep moving forward and support and help you. I think that's key as well. 
So there's been almost two years of work being done in this area. Can you talk a little bit about what's been happening with the high school group? Sure. Um, I'm really excited about it. You know, I started with this work of two years ago. It's my passion. Um, uh, you kind of pushed us to get going, too. <laughs> well, <thank> Truth <laughs> be told. <laughs> thank you. You know, coming from student services, um, I'm just really excited. And we really focused on making sure that staff were aware of these social-emotional competencies. Um, our staff, they recognize that students are different, that they come from all walks of life, that they struggle and they don't all um, have the same support system or the same soft skills. And they recognize this is the hidden curriculum that we just expected students to know, understand and be able to do. And now we have high school teachers coming together and really talking to students and really focusing on those relationships and having a common language and a common understanding. And they're really conveying the message that you can do this. Um, this happens in life, anxiety and stress and pressure, but you can get through it. And I think in the past, we didn't necessarily always talk about that um, as a whole school building, as a whole district. So I'm really excited that we are acknowledging that with kids and letting them know it's okay, that we care about you as a person. We want you to be successful. So it, it's a really exciting time. We started with our district leader team. Um, when we initiated the whole process, we really felt it was important that we did our own learning first. Um, and then each high school from there took it back to their buildings and developed their own social emotional learning building based teams. And those people have been really doing the heavy lifting, um, acknowledging where everyone is at on their staff and making sure that um, they're providing professional learning for their staff members in formal ways through school improvement or institute days. But then they're also um, been doing some lunch and learns or some people are doing book studies. And what we're finding are people are asking for more. They really want to know. They, they've enjoyed learning about themselves but they also really want to know how to help the students they're sitting in the seats in front of them, um, knowing that every student's coming in with something different. And really in the human experience, we change every day and how we respond to an event in our life really shows a lot who we are and where we need to grow. And that gives us an opportunity to reflect upon things. And that's true for our teachers, but it's also true for our students. And so um, unlike reading a book and having experience and growing off those academic skills, really we change every day as humans. And so I think that that's more important for us to have these solid skills in place across the board. And I think that's important because um, these skills that we're building or attempting to build with our students, a student may not be stressed now or feeling badly about something, but the idea behind a systemic approach and providing the learning across so that the students have the toolkit as they leave us uh, to be able, if something, you know, we don't hope that anything happens to them. We hope that life just goes really well, uh, but just in case, uh, they know who they are, they know how to maneuver through it, but they also know even just how to be joyful and happy and understanding and make some good decisions. So I think that's really important. And I've just been really impressed with the response from uh, the high school teachers and how engaged they've been, as well as the leadership team has been super engaged and um, really passionate about it. So it's going well. And I think at least from what I've heard from the high schools, is so many people have asked to be part of that building-based committee. And if they can't commit to the committee piece, they're asking if they can do something in their buildings to, pr to promote that social-emotional component, um, whether it just be running an event or um, coming and teaching a class or coming to a class. So I think that that just shows how much engagement we have um, across all our educators in the buildings. 
Definitely. And I think it's it's really an approach to being proactive mm-hmm. as opposed to reactive. Mm-hmm. And I think for so long, um, we were as a whole reactive in nature. And now, you know, you're going to, we are all going to encounter adversity mm-hmm. and stress and we're going to, we will struggle at some point, but you can do this and you can navigate that because of the competencies that we're focusing on. Um, And I just really commend our teachers. Um, When we started early on, there was an institute session and across all three levels, the room was packed. Teachers want permission to really focus on the whole child. And I think we've been able to give that and educate teachers and allow them to make time for that and respect that, that it's, It is work that I'm passionate about, but it's also challenging. And we're allowing them to learn and meeting them where they are so that they can improve and know those competencies and then transfer that to students as well. I also think, too, that a lot of this um, work that we're talking about is already being done in our buildings. And um, when we talk about building relationships with students, that's one of the first things we did is, what do you do when a student walks into your classroom or you have a new student or you're kicking off the school year? What types of activities are you doing to get to know those students in your classroom? Um, And we're finding that our teachers already are doing so much that what we're doing is really um, putting vocabulary and common vocabulary across all three buildings. So, And that's attached to our um, elementary and middle school levels as well, so that we all have an understanding of what it is that we're talking about. And if there is a skill that needs more time to develop, we're calling it uh, one particular area. And then we can really look to see what supports and interventions we can put in place for those students. Whereas we've always had social emotional support in our buildings, but we've relied upon our counselors and our psychologists and our social workers. But really, if students are in the classrooms all day long, we need everyone to understand how to support our students and each other. Mm-hmm. And that common vocabulary is so important. And to be able to know and have the permission to take t- the time to do it, I think, is um, has been very powerful. So it's been great work. And the committee's doing great things, very passionate, as we talked about before. The teachers have been very responsive. What's next? Um, Well, the high school level, we have agreed upon a common curriculum. Um, The school connects, and it does align to the curriculum that was adopted by the middle school and the elementary, so that's exciting. Um, As a a district committee, we've agreed upon specific lessons that we're going to implement in the fall, starting in the fall next year, Um, and to have all three schools on the same page, it's very exciting. We all see the need and recognize, Um, so we'll roll out those eight lessons, and then we'll have eight more lessons the following year. Um, All three schools felt like a whole school approach was really important and necessary, like that tier one, like every single student needed to have the lessons and every teacher needed to be a part of that. Um, So that's the work. And then moving forward in the future is just making sure we're communicating this to parents. Mm -hmm. Um, Our elementary schools and our middle schools, you know, I have students in the elementary schools. They've done that. They've communicated that we are committed to social emotional learning. And so the parent piece is a piece that we're going to work on as well. And I think uh, this is work that's kind of occurring simultaneously is a lot of our PLCs, um, our departments of the high school are already looking at what they're currently doing and how they align and the the units are aligning so they can embed in their content so Mm -hmm. they can embed um, some of this naturally um, or see where it fits and they can acknowledge that this is this target skill is being addressed in this manner um, that fits naturally within their curriculum. So I think that that's already work that's already been done 
but there's still more to do. And it's really a conversation. And as our curriculum changes, I think from the district lens, we'll be looking and seeing how we can automatically embed some of these components moving forward as we make updates and if there's anything new that we're, we're um, adopting. Mm-hmm. Well, if you look at our ELA and our social studies, there's a ton of this within that and great opportunities. I know I've talked to teachers who've used the competencies to analyze characters within uh, texts that they've been reading and things like that. So I think, you know, whatever, what we've read is that if it's all day long embedded in what we do, then it's so powerful. And I think our teachers are so aware of that and um, are really wanting to do that. So uh, we'll have to support. And I know we've talked about um, the School Connects and the eight lessons and things like that, but what are some of the professional learning opportunities or what are some of the approaches that we're going to take to help teachers um, through this process? So some of the work came through a pilot already. So there's already been some teachers in each of the buildings that have tried the lessons in various ways, um, really trying to look to see, um, one, is it something that can be done? What, how much time does it take? What's the planning component? Because I think that that's everything that we want people to understand and know up front. Um, so the district committee is really committed to doing everything they can in advance so that it's something that a teacher can just quickly look at and implement without a ton of planning and preparation in advance. But they can go as deep as they want um, so that there are some components there that they can really um, get to know their students in different ways and also do a little learning themselves um, but really that there isn't a lot of heavy lifting it's more just about following through with that particular lesson plan um, but then beyond that be, and it will occur during institute days and school improvement days I know that the committee members at each building are also demonstrating and modeling the lessons and so that they can really people can really see what it looks like um, and then those people are recently will act as resources through a district professional learning. We'll continue to offer classes under the um, big picture realm of just mental health and through the SEL competencies in various ways that will be through online as well as face-to-face. We always offer um, that mental health first aid, which I think um, it's, although it's a time commitment, everyone that's taken it has really felt that it's been a a really good resource to have so they can really look at students that are in crisis um, and support them and know who they can go to to help. Mm-hmm. And that mental health first aid or first responder is really about being aware of what of what the signals are and really that eight-hour session goes through. What are some signals? What If you see this, what should you do? What does that mean and how can you support? So I think that is a powerful uh, course that we'll continue to offer. Definitely. And we're just, I'm just so thankful that we have the School Connects as a resource. Um, we are working together to make that um to adapt that to our needs at the schools, at the high schools, um, and trying to embed that. So it's a great resource to use. And so we're really excited for next year to roll some of that out with staff and to just model that. Like I know on our next uh, school improvement day, that's a session we plan to model at the high schools. We've talked about that. Like how can we communicate that to staff so that they're aware of it? So we're just very grateful that our district um, has committed resources to this important work. So I commend our district for that, and I commend our teachers who have volunteered, um, and and they're part of the committees. It's just great to have so much representation across the buildings. And I think, you know, you were so key in saying it's a proactive piece, not a reactive, and I think um, people feel really good about that. And um, I think, you know, when we're ahead of the game a little bit and we can give students skills before they need them, uh, we've done our job. So... 
I commend this group, and I want to thank both you, Montreen and Candy, for your time today and uh, talking through this with us. Uh, do you have any final thoughts? I would just like to say I think it's been an exciting opportunity for us, and it's something that I think teachers have been continuing to ask for. Um, and, and it's I feel lucky to work alongside um, everyone that's been doing this work. It's not easy, um, and because sometimes it, you have to look inside and reflect and and model and and do a little work yourself. Um, but I think it's something that's really important, and um, I think we're lucky to be able to to have such a strong commitment across all buildings. Um, I would agree. And I will just say as a parent in the district, I just feel very blessed for my for my children to be here and to know that I'm going to see that K through 12 implementation. Um, I'm going to see that and I'm just so excited about the work. Um, I know we want our students to be happy and healthy. And I know that this is a significant part of that and it will help us reach that goal. So again, I just commend our teachers and our district administration, the leadership for focusing on this important work. That really sums it up. So thank you, Mondrine and Candy. We'd like to give special thanks today to Janet Bulio and Clayton Urbanic for making this podcast happen. If you have any questions or want more information about this topic, please email support at ipsd.org and someone from our team will reach out to you and uh, answer any questions that you have. Thank you for your time today. We hope you enjoyed being a part of the conversation.